Welcome back to the CA Power Players Podcast live every single Tuesday, 8 a.m. Central Center Time. Today, we have someone that is going to help every insurance agent that listens to this. I'm telling you guys, this is going to be one of our coolest, coolest interviews ever. When you think about the major pain points you're having, this gentleman is going to solve them today. Please welcome from Atlanta, Georgia, <laughs> Mr. Wayne Daniel. Thanks for having me, Cody. Dude, appreciate, appreciate you being here, yeah. buddy. So Wayne is the president and CEO of Core Senior Benefits, works with agents all over the country, and helps them with specific pain points that they are having, right? Before we That's get correct. to your story, what are and we're going to dive into these a little bit deeper later, right? This will be a good, lengthy, incredible interview that you don't want to miss a second of. Before we get to some later pieces, what is Core Senior Benefits is my first question. Yeah, so Core kind of, uh, we started Core three years ago, um, last month. And uh, it was to address these pain points that you're talking about. So September is my 21st year in the business. Wow, Started uh, as Dan, thank you. Started as Daniel and Associates uh, for seven years. Sold final expense and Medicare supplement. Transitioned into recruiting, right? So recruited hundreds and thousands of agents nationwide and agency partners, and everything was great. But I noticed that a lot of brokers were broke, right? Mm. <laughs> they had brokers trouble. that are broke. <laughs> broke brokers. And, uh, you know, it, like you always talk about 8%, right? 92% yeah. of agents fail. And, and why, you know, why yeah. is that? There's a lot of incredible salespeople out there that just don't ever make it in our business. And so we started writing down why, you know, I interviewed brokers, uh, with Allegiant Wealth Group, um, and, uh, nationwide and they're, you know, first number one is leads, mm. right? Leads is always the first pain point. Once you get the leads, a lot of newer agents, what do I do with the lead, right? So we got into training, classroom training, uh, field training with a mentor, with an agent in the field. And uh, they work mainly direct mail leads. So they're expensive, right? They're $30, $40 a piece, sometimes more. So most agents don't have five or $10,000 to start their own business. So we wanted them to be able to be uh, contracted directly to the carrier, yes. right? So it's really their book of business vested day one, but allow them to kind of be like a franchise where we pay for everything. So all, they just plug yeah. into our system. They have no costs out of pocket and they're able to be successful. So that's I love what we it. did. That's cool. That's super unique. And we're going to dive into that more. Okay. But if you guys are watching, you're thinking, okay, I'm kind of a broke broker or I don't have a <laughs> ton of money. Sure. Or even if I do have money, do I really want to like, waste it all right or like you That's know flush it all down the toilet just because i have no clue what i'm doing and so we're going to really dive into those things today specifically because there's i've noticed and why i asked wayne to be here in springfield missouri today is we've i've noticed a lot of people that are watching our content that want to sell life insurance at a high level mm-hmm. but they do not have i mean there, there's really i i notice we're going to talk through some of these but i noticed mm-hmm. like they don't have a lot of money right or if they do they don't have enough that they just want to waste a bunch of it. Right. Or if, but then if they do have somebody they want to spend, they don't know where to always spend it, right? From a lead standpoint. And so you've been in this business 21 years. You've figured out, you don't have to, they don't have to have a bunch of money to succeed. And with your company, they don't have to actually have any money to succeed. Right. I mean, you guys pay, literally pay for everything, which is <laughs> super unique and super rare, right. by the way. Um, so why don't we jump into your story a little bit and then we'll jump back into some specific details. Yeah. Um, you started 21 years ago. Right. What brought you into insurance? <laughs> well, I graduated college and my uh, my wife at the time, her father was an MGA. 
uh, out of Macon, Georgia. So wow. decided to get in the insurance business. Always enjoyed sales and started selling final expense. Uh, Medicare Advantage wasn't around then, so we were just doing mm. uh, life insurance and then Medicare supplements at the time. But uh, <clears throat> like I said, I did that several years, and I was successful, but it was a grind. There was times where I'm pawning the title to my car to buy leads and then buying the title back. And, wow. you know, so, you know, all of those, I had the same pain points. You know, leads yeah. were a little bit cheaper back then, but it was the same struggles, you know. We, uh, you know, and I tell people it's not easy, right? You've got to yeah. have that hustle. It's it's not an easy job, especially in the beginning before renewals start hitting. Yeah. Um, that first year, if you can make it past those nine or ten months, most people will stay. Um, so again, while we created the program, we just yeah, there's so many agents failing, and it's just such a shame. I see great salespeople that just yeah. go on to sell, you know, roofs or cars or anything else, you know, and they're great at it. It's just right. they needed a system like that, like a car dealership. They don't expect you to buy a bunch of stuff right you come in they give you the shirts they give you the system they give you the cars to sell you just have to go to work we wanted to do the same thing with insurance that's right well as you guys keep watching we're going to talk through at some point really um, how you don't need a lot of money to succeed in this Mm -hmm. business okay so if you don't have a ton you're definitely going to love this episode and two the absolute type of leads that you should be working that maybe because wayne's probably trying them all i guarantee it right (laughs) that maybe you haven't or you don't want to right so so if you're new or you've been in this a while, but you're struggling, you're going to enjoy this. When we talk about pawning the title <laughs> of your car, yeah. did you ever, when you joined insurance, <laughs> what did you first think? Did you ever think that would be your reality at some point? You know, no, not agent? at all. At first, I thought my father-in-law would help me, but he wanted me to have the same struggles, right? He wanted me to earn it. Um, so I guess I kind of leaned on that a little okay. bit and I learned quick that I was going to have to figure it out. And, uh, you know, so I would buy the leads that I could afford, pawn the title to my car. There was a lot of places for 30 days. It was 0% mm. interest. So I'd just move around. I'd go to Title Max one day, Title Pawn, you know, different companies that would offer specials. And, you know, because I, I, I knew if I could get the leads, I could make the money and get it all back. Yeah. You know, and that was the key for me is it was just a cash flow issue. Once I got rolling, I was fine. But I knew that if I had 20, 25 fresh direct mail leads, that I was going to be successful. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I did a lot of things besides just working the leads. You know, we did a lot of referrals back then and, and you know, knocking all the doors on the street, cold calling because I had to, yeah. you know, and, and that's why, you know, I really when we created this program, it's, you know, they don't have to do any of that. I mean, they can if they want to ask for referrals, but, you know, that's why if someone's not successful in our model, it's because they don't want to work. You know, yeah. we give them all the tools. And that's what I tell people. We can give you the hammer and the, the, the lumber and, and the sketch on how to build the house, but you got to build it, right? We can't that's build right. it for you, but. Uh, well, and why do, do so everything. many people struggle with like actually waking up and going to build the house? you think about that like y- yes y'all make it easier by plugging them into yeah. an amazing system with a ton 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 of ton of great stuff but why do agents struggle with waking up and hammering <laughs> and I don't, i'm not saying we always want to hammer the nail that is our warm market or cold calling forever right sure like, I, I can relate to that that's what i did for years i i, I don't want to go back to that no. for sure i don't know anybody that really does if you're doing that like there's better ways okay let's be honest um but why do agents struggle with getting up and just going to work i think they need a system right and they need structure a lot of people don't know what to do right you get the leads whether you're working facebook leads direct mail telemarketing you can have all the money in the world and all the leads in the world but when you go knock on the door and they say no what do you say right what are the rebuttals what's a door script what do you do when you're in the home and you know i think it's important to practice all that we do it in a classroom setting first 
for a few days nice. and then we put them in the field so they can see it for a week and then the next week we let them do it and we watch ah, so. so okay so let's walk through that the first couple of weeks of mm -hmm. like a new agent with core senior benefits just as an example sure right? what would that look like so you said so let's just say that um what, what, what's like the the pieces like you mentioned the classroom like what happens so we go through carriers, we go through um, door scripts, we role play um, in home scripts. Um, like I said, we spend two full days in a conference room at a hotel wow. or in our office, depending on the location. And uh, it's like a small group. Yeah, it's a small group, so it's all the new agents. We'll have anywhere from three agents to ten agents at one time. So, very so small, it's a very small very group. Intimate. That's right. And uh, so we have a lot of one-on-one -on -one time with them. But you know, a piece of that is administrative, right? So mm -hmm. we handle all the back end stuff for the agents. So helping getting policies issued, amendments, mm -hmm. things like that. We all handle that centrally through the CRM. So we teach them the process on, you know, how to service their book of business, how to write the business, how to do the e-apps, everything that you need to actually write the wow. app. And then the second piece is the training on the sales piece, right? And how yeah. it flows. We give them a flip chart. They can literally just read uh, off the flip chart. For the presentation. You got it. So that presentation Dude, keeps it so. You're that's gonna, cool. Because if you can overcome the objection before it happens, yes, you're there, right? Remember, Miss Jones, you know, mm. you, you said that you needed the insurance because you didn't have any or you did, felt like you didn't have enough coverage. It addresses all that. So when you get to the end and wow. you get those objections, you can refer back and say, we already kind of discussed this and resolved it. So, yeah, so it's a six page. It's simple. But we tell agents, if you get nervous or, you know, in a home or anything happens, just read it line for line with them. And then yeah. over time, you've got it memorized and yeah. you don't have to do yeah. that. But everybody needs a system when they start to know what to do. Gosh, or otherwise, so you're going to burn a bunch of leads and waste a bunch of money, and that's not good for anybody. Is there any questions they would have that you didn't, uh, that you don't like address in those first couple of weeks? <clears throat> it, not usually, honestly. Yeah. But, but if they do, they have a mentor, right? So they have their that's upline right. that they can lean on because things happen in the field. We can't cover every scenario. Um, right. <clears throat> and a lot of times the calls to the upline are typically they've got this policy. Is it a good one? Or is it not right because yep. um, you can't always save people money or increase their coverage but sometimes they've got a policy and it may be an IUL or something that's imploding because they didn't fund it correctly mm -hmm. um, so some of those advanced things that we don't teach yes. in the class that's what they lean on their upline for but yeah you've got classroom you've got field and then you've got unlimited upline training so that's amazing I was actually with I was talking to someone recently and they're like hey um, I've never they're like we've never been trained on underwriting at all <laughs> Really? I'm like, we call ourselves filled underwriters, right? A lot of people do. Well, yeah. But nobody, like, I'm, I mean, but this is the reality. Of the, we wonder why 92% of people fail, right? <laughs> like, Wayne, most people don't don't role play. They don't give them scripts. They right. don't go through days of training in person. They don't give them actual presentations. They don't go over <laughs> carriers and underwriting. Like, right. this is super impressive and super in-depth. And it makes sense why I think it was... We realized this recently, I forgot to mention this earlier, 44, I think it was at 44%, yeah, 44% of your agents in core senior benefits are six figure earners. Correct. Wow. That's insane. <laughs> right. You're talking about 92% failing. We have 44% that make over six figures their first year. 44% <laughs> <laughs> make six figures their first year. First year. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh my gosh. So it just shows Why? you, it, it, 
because of all of the reasons that we're talking about. I mean, we are literally paying for every expense. It's not just the leads. There's a lot of free lead programs out there, Cody. Sure. It, but like you said, it's the training. It's yeah. it's the admin piece behind the scenes. It's the underwriting. Dude, it's, that's uh, a freaking system. When though. you're traveling, you know, the hotel rooms, the, we do a meal per diem. We pay for their hotel rooms. All We pay for them to uh, get their senior final expense planning specialist certification. So when they get into VA benefits oh, and things like that, yeah. they know what they're talking about. You know, and that's key. If they know what they're doing and they've got the leads and the tools, they're going to build the house, right? Yeah. They're going to be able to be successful uh, regardless of the contract level. How do on. people not know about this? We, we don't do a good job, honestly, okay. doing things like this and getting our name out there. Okay. Um, you know, we have brokers that, that we've brought on that weren't successful in that environment from Allegiant Wealth Group that have come to core and been super successful. So a lot of our yeah, recruitings come had, more market. Okay, because you said you had over 1,200 agents with, yeah. with Allegiant, and then you looked and like 400 were actually like buying goods <laughs> and producing. Yeah. Which is right. like, I mean, and that's pretty, I mean, even two-thirds yeah. not producing is still actually better than a lot and of the, places, And when you know? look at it, the average broker writes 900 of annual premium, at least in our, you know, with no systems, right? Just our CRM, buying leads, getting the contract, running their own agency or business. We're getting one or two apps a week. Our core agents are averaging almost 4,000 of annual premium a week. That's average. So that's the worst agent and the best agent. Like 39.10 is what they average. That's insane. So every single week. That's crazy. So the cash flow's there. They have no expenses. Yeah. They're putting money in the bank, and, and they're vested day one, direct to the carrier. So it's their book of business. They quit. They get all their renewals. They want to go to brokerage later on and pay for everything. Sure. They get all their renewals. They don't, they don't have to worry about you know getting paid out by the agency or any yeah. of that. So that's why I, I made it like I would want it if I was broke. Yeah getting yeah. back into it so I don't have to pawn my car title. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. So, like, what can we do now that, that I'm financially secure and I've made it so we can help yes. that 8% be 20%, 30%. Yeah. Exactly. You'll have to rename everything, but. Crap. It's going to be an expensive <laughs> rebrand wedding. It's all your I know. fault, right? <laughs> I mean, you think about it too. Like when I first started, there was, um, I was in a room with 10 people. The right. manager said, nine of you aren't going to make it. Wow. Dude, I mean, and, and and normally the one didn't make six figures. You know, I was fortunate too. But yeah, but to think about and I, like a, a a just how cool this business is. Forty four percent of your agents are, yeah. are making six figures in their first year, yeah. where most were f like, that's, uh, don't get me started. Like we're really normally like, what would you say percentage wise of if you had a hundred a hundred mm -hmm. brand new agents, just in general. I'm not saying working with y'all, but right, just in right. general, what percentage of them would normally make six figures their first year? One percent, two, maybe. Yeah. I'm guessing, but it's not many. I think you're right. It, it's hard to do. Yeah. You know, it's really hard to do. And, and I know you were successful, but you're talking about one in a hundred, one in 200 that's going to do something like that. Most people, um, including myself, I, w I didn't do, I didn't make a hundred thousand my first year. What'd you make? Made like 40. Okay. Yeah. You know, I was a, and that's what I tell people. I was, I was a three, 4,000 annual premium a week guy, you know, starting out. I wasn't a rock star and I, you know, I've been able to become a millionaire. So other people can too. It right. takes time. I tell people it's not a get rich quick, but it's get rich pretty quick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, if you do it right. And, and in our system, I mean, 
we've got a guy that's been here three years that's at 250 you know wow. so since we've started from day one so that's where will it take him i don't know we'll see but I'll, he's getting there a lot quicker than i did yeah you know yeah. because we're providing these tools and and i didn't have any of that i had a little bit of training you know in the field for sure. two or three days like most people do in the contracts and and then buy the leads but that was it well, most people don't even <laughs> get field training nowadays right. by the way really I, I guarantee you like I'm, I, you guys help me out in comments <laughs> below most of you have not received any actual field training. Wow. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, you think about it too. Like people are recruiting all over the country and they, a lot of times they've never, I hear it all the time. I've never met my upline. <laughs> I mean, I hear yeah. that a lot, right? You don't, you, surely you hear that. Yeah, no, I do. And that's why I don't take agents direct to myself anymore, especially if they're in different states, but yep. we try to find an agency partner or someone that's local to, to help them, to try to area. help them. Right. But at the end of the day, Obviously, do I know they're doing a good job? I don't on yeah. the allegiance side. And that's why the last three years since we created this, I'm so focused on it. You know, we were talking earlier, yeah. I'm like, Cody, if somebody wants a street level contract on brokerage, you know, we'll give them one. I'll find a partner for them to work with. That's great. You know, that's, that was our core business that we've been doing forever. But but this is for people that are doing that and not successful or brand new agents. You know, yeah. we'll pay for their licensing, their pre-license and licensing. So if anybody's watching this that wants to get into the business, you know, we'll pay for everything. You know, and we take the risk and do the salary while they're in training. They don't have to, you know, they don't stop getting the salary till they start getting leads. So then they should be making money from the carrier. Well, so y'all pay a the little bit of salary for We for do, like all the training how long it takes some are done in a couple weeks some three weeks whatever it takes we'll pay the salary wow. yeah i haven't heard of that either <laughs> which is probably why you're doing it right because people come over most people living paycheck to paycheck you quit a job at mcdonald's or you quit a job even a, a good job you know at the yeah. factory or whatever and you want to come try this you can't go three weeks without you know the training that we put you through mm -hmm. takes two or three weeks you can't go without any income that's true so we pay them that's cool yeah do you what, what are you what's your thoughts on this whole um I need 42 carriers to be successful kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah, you don't. And just and that's why we focus on three or four. And you bring up a good point. We don't just use one carrier. We realize that there's not one good fit for everyone. Mm -hmm. um, but having 42 or 30 or even 10 is way yep. too many. Yep. So we take three or four carriers that will cover 95% of the health conditions out there in the senior market. And that's what we use. Yep. So you've got to have a competitive one for price. And you've got to have one that takes some health conditions. And, you know, we've, we've done our research over the years and we know who those carriers are. But... Yeah. But yeah, having having more than five or six, it's too right. much to learn, especially when you're new, right? Yeah. Because like you said, if you're going to be successful, you've got to know those dual purpose drugs and the underwriting and what to do. And, yes. you know, if they're going to approve or decline it because you send a carrier too much business that that's the wrong type of business, then they'll terminate your contract. So yeah. very important. It is really important. I, I want to shift now too, because there's a lot of probably a lot of agency owners that are watching too. I want to um, help them out with this. Like you probably don't accept everyone either. No. We don't. So what's that look like? Just as a general like recruiting example that everybody can learn from. Yeah. So and you shouldn't with all yeah, the stuff. No, you're we doing, don't. We you can't. We interview and and honestly, if if we feel like they've got the drive and the work ethic, then we'll do it. And a lot of it is the follow up. We'll send emails throughout the recruiting process. How quick do they respond? Do we have to follow up? You know, we can. A lot of it's kind of behind the scenes just mm. to see before 
they get started, you know, are they calling us back? Are they answering the phone when we call? Things hmm. like that. It's, it's really that simple because... It's funny how simple <clears throat> it is to stand because, out nowadays. Yeah, and but there's no way to know who's going to be a rock star. We've had people, yeah. uh, some of these six-figure earners, uh, warehouse, Amazon warehouse, $15 an hour, uh, servers and restaurants, um, all the way to factory workers. And then we've had people that are professional salespeople come in and not make it. So you don't really wow. know at the end of the day, but if no. they've got the drive and the hustle and we feel like they've got that follow up initially and they're like, let's go, let's go. I want to yes. do it. You know, they especially if they're not licensed, if they enroll in the pre-license quickly, they get through it in a week or two. When sure. can I schedule my test? You know, we're paying for all that. But if you're taking if we're having to call you to finish your pre-license, mm-hmm. probably not a good fit. No, no. How do you how do you locate that? Like you, you brought up some good things. Are there certain questions you ask like okay so I feel like one of the things that you brought up work ethic and drive which is important Mm -hmm. so important Um, is it just that they're just more responsive and reactive and you can tell they really want it they also express that to you because it's an interview and you don't have to accept them like how do you I've got two parts to this but first like how do you find that like because that's so so important for all these people that are looking to work with people or people that want to stand out that are looking to be hired right right No, it, it's tough. And like I said, we, we've done the job boards and we get the resumes and we make the calls, but commission only sales, because essentially, yeah. you know, we're helping you get to that point with the salary. But at the end of the day, it's commission only sales. True. We just drive that home and make sure they understand what that is. Um, being a 1099, you know, direct to the carrier and what that looks like. Uh, we don't overpromise. That's another thing. We mm. tell people what the average agent's going to make, right? That. We say 50, 60 grand. We don't have anybody that makes less than 54. That's the lowest person in our program currently 54,000 that's the lowest. a lot too so we tell them 54,000 that's the minimum without expenses right and that's and then you bring up a good point the six-figure earners you know there's a lot of brokers that are six-figure earners but take out the lead cost take out the hotel rooms take out their meals while they were on the road yeah. take out all those expenses they might have made 50 right they Correct. spent 50 to make a hundred if you make a hundred with us you made a hundred yeah you know yeah. there's nothing else you know maybe yeah. some car maintenance and stuff like that but sure. but nothing out of pocket no big expenses um like you would have with uh on the that is a really model. good point because you could say well well i'm making 90 <laughs> right I'm making 110 you know well i mean i like my revenue looking big, sure. big as well, but really, like at the end of the day, they evaluate companies based on how much money you actually make. That's right, EBITDA. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. You see all these people getting acquired and everything else, right? It's it's based on that. Yeah. Like it's it's how much it's EBITDA. It's cash flow. Yeah. It's like, dude, it's what earnings. am I? Yeah, yeah. They, they don't want to buy an un, a massive unprofitable company. No. That's just stupid. Yeah, you can make ten million a year if you're spending eleven. It's yeah. it's not a good opportunity. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, when they're talking about income, that's what they talk about, what their 1099 at the end of the year says. Right. And they don't talk about that net income. No. I don't think most people even know how to calculate it, honestly. I don't think so either. <laughs> I think, I think you bring up a good point. Like everybody's just like, I want to be my own boss, I want to be an entrepreneur, right. I want to have my own time, I want to play golf, whatever. But they're, they don't realize at the end of the day, they own a company, they're a business owner, they're mm-hmm. doing their thing, and that these little details are like, you're a business owner. Like they don't, we got to act like a business owner instead of acting like, you know, you still work at Chick-fil-A or whatever, right? Like, which I love Chick-fil-A, but, (laughs) but no, but it's different. And that's why we even have classes and this is as you move on. But before tax time, we go through what are write-offs, what a P and L is a balance sheet. We go through Nobody's doing that because accounting matters. You know, we use, uh, whether you use QuickBooks or Sage or whatever, we have some programs that we recommend, but we tell them, you know, 
track your mileage. There's mileage trackers for that. And then when it gets to the end of the year, you have a little class on doing your taxes, whether you do it yourself through TurboTax or you use a company. Sure. The important thing is, like you said, know if you're profitable, right? You've got the top line revenue. Everybody knows what that is. That's what everybody says their income is. But really, what is it after you've spent all the money that you spent throughout the mm. year? So That's good. Yeah. That's good, by the way. That, that's good. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is, right? You're running your own business. You've got to have all aspects of that. And to your point, if you're coming from Chick-fil-A, and I love Chick-fil-A too, yeah. you don't know how to do that. No. I didn't either. No. I learned that, right? Yeah. You learned how to do that. So, yeah. Well, I mean, dude, quick story. Most people don't know this. <laughs> My first year, I went to, I, went, I made 170,000 yeah. months. We talked about that. Then I went to an account, a CPA up the street. Uh, I, don't, I don't even remember what the CPA was called. And she's like, okay, you owe $20,000 in taxes. I'm like... Mother of pearl, right? I, I spent all that money. Are you kidding me? Like I bought a Challenger, you know, I blew the money. Well, then I did my own on like H and R Block or whatever, and then I got down to like seven or eight grand. Well, it still sucked, right? But I've got I had to evolve as a business person, right? And and people do too. They got to realize like, hey, I'm, I want to run. Everybody wants to be a six figure earner and yeah. do their own thing and not be accountable to people and like you know have freedom, whatever time you know not have to clock in. <laughs> But at the end of the day, we got to realize, you know, there's also like, you got to put your big boy pants on. Yeah. And it's tough. And I tell people, if you don't like the nine to five, you're not going to like this. When you own a business, I've worked way more than I ever did when I worked for someone. Yeah, it's harder. (laughs) You know, and I didn't work for someone very long, but throughout college and all that, doing fast food and working in warehouses, you know, that's tough work. But at least when I got off, I was done. I didn't have to worry about, you know, we're getting calls at nine, 10, 11 o'clock at night, six in the morning. You're worried about your business constantly. So if we can take some of those pain points off of you, help you, you know, learn how to do your taxes. Like I said, it's it's more than just leads and selling insurance. Yeah. There's so much more to being a business owner. And, you know, I think if we handle that for people, so all they've got to do is go sell. And then, like you said, you kind of learn that as you go along. Yeah. Makes yeah. it easier. Yeah. But. I mean, a lot of six-figure earners, when especially when they're working like really good direct mail leads, they're typically spending, I mean, what, a thousand bucks a yeah, week a lot of times? Yeah, at least, yeah. Yeah, pretty easily. And yeah. it's, it's in, and you, you need to. Because also, too, I see a lot of agents that, they have temporary success. Nobody ever talks about this, but they have temporary mm-hmm. success. They buy the thousand, two thousand dollars in leads. They have temporary success for a couple of weeks, but then they their pipeline dries up, and then they're after a few more weeks, they're back to freaking broke again, right? Because there's no consistency. Talk yeah. about that. No, it's a hamster wheel, right? So, to your point, let's say I've got three grand in the bank, right? I'm ready to go. I get my accounting software. I'm setting up my business, my LLC. I'm ready to roll. I'm out there selling, making money, thousand for leads, no problem. Here's a thousand, Cody. I go work. I make two thousand dollars. Life's going good. Another thousand for leads. I make another two thousand. Mm. Another thousand for leads. I have a bad week and I don't sell anything. Another and I only make five hundred. Now I'm out of business. Now I'm going, yeah. uh-oh, you know, now the car breaks down and I need a transmission for $2,000, right? Those things happen. So you're three grand in savings because if you don't spend the $1,000 a week, That's every right. single week, you're not going to, you're going to have temporary success to your yeah. point, which you, you bring up a great point. How many agents that first two or three months do fantastic. And then it just starts to drop right. off. Correct. You know, because they're hoping on referrals. They're doing a little cold calling. They're trying to fill their time in if they're hustling because they don't have the direct mail leads. But at the end of the day, whether it's Facebook direct mail or whatever it is, got to have leads. You just do. Yeah. It's too hard to cold call. I know people do it. I know warm market happens. I know. But 
there's only so many people that you know, right? right. And and I didn't know a lot of people, so warm market was always tough for me, but you know, that's a that's a challenge and that's a grind and yes. I just knew that once I got on leads, I loved it and that's what I that's all I ever wanted. Yeah, well, it's also like you can get, well you talked about system earlier. It, you can get to where you are on a at least if you're on a, a hamster wheel, it's like it's like it's 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 a duplicatable system that's like moving along the way instead right. of just staying in one spot forever. Like at least it's at least you're plugging into a system. It's more like a conveyor belt right. than a hamster wheel. You know, it's like wow. that's what leads can do. A lot of people just ignore it or like we just don't do them or whatever, right? Or or they get hired by places that don't do them at all, and they're like, okay, go sell. They're like, how, where, what, who, when. <laughs> No, just go sell. Right. You know? So yeah, that's it. No, and like you said, whether it's core senior benefits or allegiant on the brokerage side, it doesn't matter. It's a system, right? So yeah. if if we lay out the roadmap and you do everything right, you're probably going to be successful. It, it's easier to say and harder to do. Yeah. Which is why what I've realized when we created core, because if it wasn't, then we wouldn't have a need for core senior benefits, right? right. Everybody would just be on the higher contract, pay for everything on their own. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Know? Just yeah. like we always have. And, and and there is a need for for, for, for what you're yeah. doing yeah. entirely. There really is. Um, let's go back to you yeah, like what what do you okay, here's one here's one more question I had. How do you how can you tell if someone's coachable? If they're gonna listen, if they're gonna do instead of like a lot of people a lot of people get into business, mm-hmm. they get into insurance and you give them the script, do this. They're like and then they wanna write their own. That, that's how you can tell. So we can tell a lot in training. So that's right. why we try to do our classroom training pretty quickly when they come on, um, because I can kind of tell before we get too far into expenses. Yeah, if they're if they're already telling me, well, we used to do it this way, and you know, I know a guy that made a million dollars doing it this way. Well, we're going to do it this way because yeah. we know this works. So so yeah, being coachable. You know, you have two ears and one mouth, right? Mm-hmm. Use the ears and not the mouth. That's what I do when I'm learning something new. I keep my yes. mouth shut and I just pay attention. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's the same thing, you know, let's, you know, I wasn't successful and, it, it, and this comes where people have been in the business and they come over to us, you know, typically most people, if they're new in the business, they're coachable, yes. but when they're coming over and they have some experience, you know, long-term or short-term, that's when that happens. And we just remind them. You How know, do you break those habits? <laughs> lots of reminding, lots of butting in, you know, Cody, that's fantastic. You know, I'm sure they had their system. It didn't work for you. That's why you're here. So I promise if you give me two or three weeks in our system and you believe in it and you follow it you will be successful Boom. that's it are there some activity metrics that are that are happening you're looking for and that kind of stuff i mean whatever you're comfortable giving away but i'm just kind of curious on the activity side what that looks like yeah so we usually do 25 you know when they're out in the field 25 direct mail leads you know they're going to sit with half of those and sell half of those so we're looking for that four or five apps a week um, we don't focus too much on premium. That just kind of comes with it. We know what yeah. our average is in the $70 range, but that happens, right? So we tell them whether it's a $20 app or a $200 app, don't focus on that. Focus on the sales and the activity. And uh, yeah, we obviously we track all our metrics, PPL, everything. But yeah. at the end of the day, it's it's not our focus. Our focus is on how many doors did you knock, you know, and then we can kind of tell because the way our CRM works, we can tell, did you get in the house, you know, uh, or you got in the house and you didn't close. So we know if you have a problem with the door, if it's a problem with the presentation, and then, mm. you know, we go back out and coach. And that's the great thing about having the mentor there um, in the small group when they're traveling, they jump in the car with them and work it out. I love it. So. Smart, smart. Why life insurance for you? 
it's just always what I've done. And I think that life insurance in the beginning, so we do life, health, and wealth. We're not opposed to health. We, we have some agents that do Medicare, even in the core environment, we're fine with that. But health insurance, as you know, it, it's a lot less money up front, mm-hmm. right? With the same amount of activity, you wouldn't have but the renewals are better. You wouldn't have 44% making 100 their first year. First year yeah. Absolutely. I don't think anybody can say that. You're a strong Medicare producer if you can do Woo! that your first year. Very strong. <laughs> so you almost we, acquired a book or something. <laughs> exactly. So we like life because it's, it's bigger premium. It's more money, yep. right? Helps with their cash flow and it's quicker. And then we add Medicare later. And then we add the annuities. We call it life, health, wealth. And we go in that order. We go life, then we start teaching health, and then we get into the annuity side. And that obviously, it depends on the agent. But if they're brand new, they won't even think about health insurance for six months to a year. Wow. We just do life. Get perfect at that. Great at your presentation. And that's another thing, finding a niche. That's just the niche that we think makes sense from a cash flow perspective for the agent. Mm -hmm. Um, And we want them to do it all. I want everybody to know how to do everything. But I've noticed if we throw it all at once, they're not successful with anything. Get good at this. So it just, you know, you don't even have to think about it. Then we'll add the health. Then we'll add the wealth. That's right. I I just only did life for the first year and didn't yeah. even think of anything else. That's it. And that's but, why you were so successful. And that's right. why you sold so much in a short period of time. You were super focused on one niche and that's it. And it doesn't matter what it is, but pick a niche and yeah. stay focused on it. That's exactly right. What, what would you say to new agents watching um, that are, they've gotten out of the gate, they're struggling mm-hmm. and they just need some advice or some guidance? Like what, what kind of advice or guidance would you give to them watching? reach out to someone like me, reach out, you know, find out about our system, find out what you're doing wrong, and then we'll try to help you. Even if you don't work with us, the mm-hmm. key is you, you've got to have a roadmap, right? And I've done this long enough where mm-hmm. if someone's struggling, I can probably tell them what they're doing wrong. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but it's probably not a good fit for you. If you're in an organization or if you're struggling, you know, they're not, there's a piece missing and maybe you can fix it with them and, and everything's great. And if not, that's why we created this system. That's exactly right. Yeah. And what does 8% mean to you? Uh, 8% to me is, you know, that's great. 8% are successful, but it's, you know, I I think a 92%. When you say 8%, it just makes me sick that 92% of agents fail. It just, it really does. And I'm at the point in life where I just want to help people. I don't personally produce much anymore. I do things sometimes like a beat the boss for an incentive because I like everybody to know from the top to the bottom, we all have knocked a door. We all know how to do a presentation. We can all sell, right? It's important. It is. So we do things like that. But for the most part, I don't sell anymore. And, uh, you know, so I think just, you know, having the system, being a personal producer, going out on that niche, making sure that you're focused and, you know, that's what's important. Yeah. How does someone evolve? Like, say they're a six-figure earner and they eventually Mm -hmm. want to be a seven-figure earner too. How do they evolve? What's that take? What's that look like? Obviously, it takes some time. It's not going to happen overnight. Um, What's your thoughts on that? You bring up a good point. So once you're financially secure, even in the core environment, what we like is our the guy that's making 250000 plus now, he has five agents under him. That's all okay. he has. So you start developing a team, right? When you're so successful, you can, do that you can duplicate. Absolutely. Good, good. So that's what we want, right? So we want people to develop into managers if they want to. Recruiting's yep. not required. You can make a great living, just like oh. we've already said, without ever recruiting anybody. But if you want to get to seven figures um, and you want to do it before 20 years, Sure. That that's how you have to do it, right? Yeah. And the great thing is, is we do a lot of the things like this and everything else, you know, job boards, we do the recruiting for you, 
So you don't have to worry about going to find the people. Mm. We plug them into our system under you. You're that mentor that's riding in the field and training them. And the great thing about it is everybody in our environment makes money because if you don't, you're not going to be here very long, right? Because yeah. it's because you're not working. That's so right. what's great is, you know, a broker may go out and get 20 agents. And just like we were talking about, two or three are good producers. There may be another two or three that write an app a week, and then the rest of them don't do anything. And you have yeah. all that contracting cost and people calling you all the time for just a small group of people that are actually making any money. With us, you don't need 20 agents, literally four or five, and you can get there because everybody's writing four or five, 6,000 of annual premium a week. Wow. So when you do the math on that, you're, you know, you're Great. making a good spread on it, then that's, you know, you're going to make the money off it. And it's better for the agents because now you're one of five. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine, you know, if you were, you know, Cody Askins and you had five guys that could call you, you can manage the phone volume. You can personally produce if you want. You don't yeah. have to at that point, but if you wanted to, and it's not overwhelming and everybody's going to be successful. And if they're not, we're going to know quick. We usually know within yep. three or four weeks if they're willing to put the work in. And uh, if they make it past the first month, they're, they're in, you know, they don't leave typically. Right. Well, and you're also, there. there's a mentor, you're also going to have less um, headache and time having yes. to worry about the agents too. Yes, you're going to help them. Yes, you can ride in the field with them. Yes, they're going to get up to speed, but you're plugging them into a system that that saves you a lot of time. A lot, a lot of, a lot of people have to do a lot of that stuff on their own. Right. right. So. Yeah, and and a lot of it even with the the finances, like you said, you don't have to worry about all that. You know, a lot of uplines I know will pay to help agents with leads, and and then they don't sell them, and now they get burned, and they've lost money, and you know they're trying to recruit and they're trying to sell. So I tell yeah. agents, if you're trying to recruit in, initially and you don't have a lot of money in the bank, you you can't do it on the brokerage side because you're going to get burned. Somebody's not going to you know uh, sell what you would sell on those leads. Something's yes. going to happen. They're going to write it with another carrier that's not with you. Any Anything. But with us, everything's tracked so closely with the CRM. Mm-hmm. Every piece of business is produced off of leads for the most part. Um, you're, you've got a company credit card as a manager. You're literally there to help them in the home, right? To yeah. help them with the sale. That's it. Um, you don't have to worry about the rest of it. You know, that's right. it, all that's on the company. So you don't have to worry about that. And what, that's really nice. It is so nice. What, what's your goal for all this? Like, where, where, do, you, where, where do you see core <laughs> in like five years? I think that I'd like to have the entire United States have have at least two managers, and I think that 20, 30 agents a state, and I'd love to see that in five years. I think that this is great for someone that loves this business, but is just struggling. One app a week, one app every other week. A lot of those, too. That's what I'm saying. All those people would do better in an environment like this. And like I said, if something changes later and you want to go back to brokers, we have that too. You know, I'm, I don't force people, you know, they go where they need to go, but most people need to be in something like this, even Mm -hmm. though they want to be in something like the brokerage side. And that's the problem is getting that mindset of it's okay to be in a system, in a career, especially when you're starting out and you've never owned a business before. Yes. You know, learn the ropes then make a decision from there. But what happens is you come over, you make good money, you make that six figures, and then yeah. you're on the road to making seven figures because you got three or four or five people under you, and then you don't look back, right? Because yeah. it works. Yeah. And we've seen that with early success in the Southeast, and I want to grow that. Mm. You know, I want to grow that. But it takes it takes people to move into leadership positions uh, to do that because I, I think it's important to have that mentor that's local. Smart. You know, you've got to. So you really almost need that. We need people that want to become a leader. Absolutely. And that want to move yeah. up and want to help people. And they, they, you know, and I think a lot of people deep down, I mean, we get in this business because we want to help people. Yeah. So I think deep down, they naturally just want to keep helping people anyway. 
And I love selling, but I said, am I going to love selling when I'm 50 and 60 and 70? Right. I'm not going to want to sell when I'm 60. No. So that's why I sold for seven years, you know, longer than most people do. And then I got into the recruiting because I realized that there was, you know, my, my income was capped if I didn't go to that next level to get to that seven figures. Correct. And I know that everybody else wants that too, right? So let's just help them all get there together. Yes, yes. And you've really got involved in more of what we're doing. You're going to be at 8%. You mm-hmm. were on stage at the Atlanta Roadshow mm-hmm. um, for that, which was a big turnout, a great event. That was great. Uh, wh- why, wh- wh- why have you got more involved in all this? I just, the what you're doing with 8% is great. There's a lot of agents, though, that are even coming to your conferences that are struggling, right? Yes. You did something in Atlanta where you're like, you know, I forget what it was, but if you haven't made this much or that much, and I forget the numbers, raise your hand. And I was surprised to see how many people in the room, one, that were honest about it, yeah. and two, that, you know, weren't, didn't feel like they were successful. Right. And if there's that many people coming to the 8%, which is supposed to be the 8% that made it, right. we got a lot of work to do. We got so much work to do. And we're <laughs> so, going to do it together. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, sir. What, uh, in closing, mm-hmm. what, and this has been an amazing interview, by the way. Okay, give Wayne some <laughs> love and comments. Go follow him, everything he's doing. Again, Wayne Daniel. Um, what would you like to close? What would you like to add before we wrap it up today? I just appreciate you having me and making time for me. And I just want to put out there for any agents that are struggling, whether it's working with me or someone else, you know, I'll point you in the right direction. So, you know, make sure that if you really want this, talk to several people, especially if you're looking in. I know there's so many agents that get stuck in a system that isn't right for them because they just Mm -hmm. take the first opportunity that comes along. Um, You know, if that happened to you or if you're thinking about getting the business, interview several people, make sure you're making the right decision, whether it's me or someone else. But, you know, we think we've created something that's super special for people that don't have a lot of capital that want to get in this business. Because if you want to get in this business and you don't want to work with me on the course in your benefit side, you better have a lot of money to get started. Yeah. I mean, that's that's why 92% fail. That's exactly right. So that's exactly hopefully, right. Hopefully, we'll, uh, we'll be able to help a bunch of agents. Yeah, no doubt, buddy. Well, thank you for your time. Appreciate you being here. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, Wayne Daniel. Thank okay. you. Thank you, brother. We'll see you on the next Power Player Podcast. Thank <laughs> you.